to your weekly accountability podcast with me, Alexis McCluskey, where we are more about implementation over absorbing information. Every week, I'll be in your ear to give you a kick in the ass you need to show up and identify what is out of your comfort zone. Here, we don't throw pity parties. We are in it for the long game and find the balance between grace and discipline. What makes this podcast different is after each episode, I'll share a post on my Instagram at the Tough Love Coach with a question or challenge of the week for you to comment for accountability. And on Friday, I'll share a check-in to see if you actually implemented what you learned because being inspired by a podcast is cute, but action is hotter. Totally optional, highly recommended. It's free accountability. I'm here to redefine what you see as tough love. So put on those big girl and boy panties and let's get real bitches. XOXO, your tough love coach. What's up from your girl, Miss famous 20 million views, you know, just hang in. <laughs> ah, that wasn't funny, but welcome. Welcome to Monday. Welcome to another podcast. I am so excited and honored that you're here. I figured since I'm super famous now, <laughs> just kidding. Um, I, if you, if you didn't see on my page, I had a post that recently that went pretty viral. It has over 20 million views now, which is crazy, but I made two posts about it. Why it's, it's great. Obviously it gained me over 10,000 followers, which is cool. But I kind of talked about how aiming for viral posts and doing all of that and trying to hit a post that has 20 million views will just end up driving you crazy. And it wasn't something that I planned. I knew it was going to be funny and I knew it was going to be relatable, but I had no idea it was going to gain 20 million um, views. So that's kind of why I'm referencing my famousness, you know, and I had two other posts that hit over 2 million. I don't know what's going on, but I'm here for it. I'm making a lot of adjustments and changes in my life and it's wild what is transpiring. That's all I have to say. So with that, it inspired me to want to chat a little bit about my Instagram journey. And I want to share nine things that I've learned. Essentially, I want to share five things that I would keep doing if I restarted my Instagram journey today, uh, and four things that I would do differently or stop doing. And I, if you don't know, I have been on social media for a little over 12 years. And when I say on social media, not in the sense of how we all just started on social media, where we just started posting like our food on Instagram and like random things with like the filters. Yes, I was doing that, but I was on social media trying to grow my social media presence 12 years ago. So it wasn't just um, like using it as a personal page. I had started because I had actually started probably even longer than 12 years because I had started on Tumblr and that was where I really actually started my like nutrition page. Cause that's what I, that's what I first started at. So I looked it up because I wanted to see, uh, I started my Instagram on May 25th, 2011. And not soon after I had already started sharing on that page more so than like, again, the average person of just, Hey, here's my life. Um, uh, I would say probably 2012. So about a year later was when I started sharing there. Cause I had already been on Tumblr. I think it was 20, uh, 2009 or 2010 was when I started sharing on Tumblr and there's so much that I've learned from being on the internet and and trying to become some sort of presence. I hate the word influence and influencer. Uh, I think like people decide who influences them, but I have experienced 
so many different things. When I was dating my uh, abusive ex back when I was on Tumblr, because he had a really big following, he had over a million followers on Tumblr. A lot of people knew who he was. And there was this feature on Tumblr where you could ask questions anonymously. I think there's like something like the whisper app or something that does that now, but you could ask questions anonymously. So, uh, I would get, when I started dating him and, and he started posting about me, I would get the nastiest hate comments and not like your typical, what you might be afraid of now, if you're on social media or building a business and you're afraid somebody's going to like make you feel like you are an imposter or tell you that your content sucks. These were like, people were looking up my address and like saying they knew where I lived. This one person specifically said, I, I'll never forget because I can laugh about it now. I'm going to rip out your hair and shit on your shiny white teeth. That's what someone said to me. So it was like death threats, regular threats, um, just like looking up my information on the internet. And it was just, it was scary and it was a lot to deal with. And so I've been dealing with that since back in 29, 2010, 2011, whatever that was. And so I feel like not that I I know everything, but I've just been through a lot. And I know that a lot of people struggle now, whether you are new to social media or you've been doing it for a, a bit, struggling with the fears of what people think and and a, and a range of, of, of different fears. So let's get into these nine, nine things. Like I said, five things I'd keep doing, four things that I would uh, do differently or or just stop doing altogether. So Number one, first and foremost, and I put this number one for a reason, I would keep doing a lot of trial and error. I have gotten good at social media because I have fucked up a lot. I get clients all the time where we'll, we'll, we'll go over their content strategy and like what they're putting out there and different ideas and things like that. And they'll be like, oh, I'll like, you know, give them some prompts or we'll we'll go through ideas. And they're like, how are you so good at coming up with that? Or how are you so good at putting out content every every day? And I always say, go look at my Instagram. Go look at and my my new old Instagram. If you are new to this, this is the first time you're listening to this podcast and you didn't hear, I switched over back to my old Instagram. So my current Instagram or my current Instagram that I'm using is Alexis Renee McCluskey, but it is. And I want to keep talking about this because I just want people to know it is going to be switched. I think April 30th is when I'll be able to do it. And it's just some issues with Instagram. I can't do it until then. And that will change to the tough love coach. So that's what my old Instagram was, but that my old Instagram is not going to be my podcast Instagram. And so my Alexis Renee McCluskey Instagram is my main Instagram, which has like 50,000 plus followers. My other Instagram only has 4,000. So that's like the difference. And that, that, the one I'm using now is going to be the tough love coach. So just keep that in mind. Cause I, when I changed my name before I had so many uh, people that I like, I lost a lot of followers and people would say like, I'd have conversations with people and they'd be like, Oh, I realized I unfollowed you, but it was just cause I didn't recognize your name. So hopefully that doesn't happen, but if it does, whatever. So back to number one. So I, I tell people to go look at my page and I'm like, how many, how many posts do I have? I think right now it's at like 72 or 7,300. That's insane. That's that, like, that me means probably in the next few years, like I will have 10,000 posts on Instagram, which is outrageous, but you should have seen. And I was just talking to my mastermind group about this. I was th thinking about going back, like all the way back and just doing like a little, maybe I'll even do a podcast on it of like what my content looked like back in the day. <laughs> it was so bad. You guys, you, you don't understand. It was so bad. It was so 
ugly and horrible, but I had to do that in order to get good. Like you should have seen my recipe page. I'd be like, look, I made this casserole. I made oatmeal and it would look like, like a dog threw up and I put the ugliest filters on it. Like it was, it was just bad. And so the trial and error is what makes you good. We can talk about how to create the best content strategy and we can tell you how to follow trends and be unique and do this and do that. But you're not going to be able to get good at that because you can have a perfect content strategy, but you're not going to be able to get good at the content strategy. It can be good in the beginning, but it's going to get better the more you fuck up. Success leaves clues. The master has failed more times than the student has ever tried. So your energy that you're spending, not posting, not putting content out, holding on to something until you think it's better or comparing yourself to other people, like just get it out there. <laughs> the trial and error is going to teach you more. The past, and I've talked about this recently, but the past eight months for me, business and social media have just been a little bit slow. I moved from my old Instagram to my well, my move from my Alexis Renee McCluskey Instagram, which is my, my Instagram for forever to my, the tough love coach Instagram, which was my new Instagram that I built up to 4,000 followers. And things were just slow, which I had a feeling it was going to be, but for eight months, it just kind of was now I've moved back and immediately things are like picking up. So I know that there was something missing in translation, but I have learned so much from the past eight months. It is insane. Now I am better equipped to help my clients when they may go through something like this. I'm better equipped when I, to like avoid these things for myself in the future. If I would have, honestly, if my, if my new Instagram or my new old, it's so hard to like figure out what to call it. The Instagram I'm no longer using. If that Instagram would have just blown up, I don't think I would have learned as much. I would have learned maybe some things that worked, but I wouldn't have learned as much as if it didn't go well. And we're so scared to have those dips in our business and, in, and in just like the momentum of our business that we self-sabotage our success because we are trying to avoid it so much. So that's 100% what I would do. Second thing I would stop. And this is the, I put these first two as like keep and stop because they're like, I think the most important is like the number one thing I would definitely keep doing. And the, and the number one thing I would definitely stop doing. So the second one is I would stop taking advice from people or posts without checking my intuition first. We tend to see something that works really well for someone else. They have abs. They made a hundred and came, they made a hundred K month. They seem happy as fuck. And then we think if we do that thing, the way that they did that thing, we will be successful. But if we don't check to see what is different between us and them, we can set ourselves up for failure. Like, are they neurotypical and we are neurodivergent? I can't tell you how, how many times I had to follow mentors and it's nothing wrong with a mentor, but if somebody doesn't, not that they have to be neurodivergent, but if they really don't understand that you just function differently and they don't have a business model that helps people like do what works best for them. And kind of just like, Hey, this is my way, do it. And you'll be successful. That's going to be a, probably a little bit of a problem. At least it was for me asking things like, do they, did they have any help or support that I don't have? You know, you might see somebody that has like a million different offers and a million different things, and you might try to do all of those, but they have a team of five people helping them do that. I know a lot of people that have like social media managers that like run the con they respond to comments, respond to DMs, like do all of that. You don't have to necessarily have that. Maybe at one point in your business you'll get there. But if you're looking at that, and you're trying to replicate that without knowing it behind the scenes, that's going to get in the way. 
how long have they tried to be successful? Did you see them and you think all the success they had and you, maybe you're starting your business and you try to do what they do and it doesn't work right away, but you forget the fact that they've been doing it for five or 10 years? And are you actually embodying what you're trying to implement before you implement it? I've fallen victim victim to this so much. I get really excited because I have ADHD. I get hyper fixated on things. And so sometimes I'll learn something new and it and it's so revolutionary for me and it shifts my perspective so much that I try to go out there and start like either teaching it or talking about it. And I'm like, I haven't even really embodied this yet. So we have to check. And I honestly, I could go on and on with these examples, but the point is, is that you'll, you'll always get further trusting your intuition and, and, and coming to the things with your energy than doing something the way someone else does it. This does not mean to not take advice because it, that sounds like uh, contradictory to, in terms of what I do, right? Like, I hope that you're listening to my podcast and you're checking out my page and, and getting some kind of guidance for me, but I don't want you to just do what I do, especially not without any context. And this is where a lot of people fall victim where they think they like, don't have to hire someone or they can just like spend like $5 on something and they're going to be successful or they can just copy what they see somebody else is doing you you will always end up biting yourself in the ass cuz you could like copy something you see I do but you don't if you don't have the context and you're not and it's not a good fit for what you're doing or you need to find a different way to do it that fits how your brain works and how your business works you can end up failing and you're going to think like it's it, that it's your fault when it's just like that strategy didn't really work for you so this is why actually hiring people can be really beneficial but the the whole point of this is really to just remind yourself when you're taking in um, advice from coaches and mentors, whether you're hiring them or not, or you're seeing things on a podcast or seeing things on Instagram, hearing things on podcasts, make sure you know yourself really well. And this is why I love my seven archetypes of how you get shit done quiz. Uh, because, and this is not the only way you know yourself, but the better you know how you get things done and how you like to work in your business and social media, the more successful you're going to be. Okay. So those are kind of the two of the heavier ones. These other ones are a little bit, a little, not, not lighter, but a, a little quicker. So number three, I would keep engaging all the time, all the time. And when I say engaging, this is something I teach my clients to do. And this is, I think something that probably not everybody agrees with, but it's something that I is like a staple, a pillar in my business. And in terms of growth, no matter how many followers I ever have. And when I built my, my first Instagram, like up to, you know, almost 50,000 followers, I, what I contribute a lot of it to is daily, daily engagement. And what that means is going and engaging on other people's accounts, engaging with the people that are commenting on my things. You Social media is meant to be social. I see so many times, and I asked this question, I would say eight times out of 10 or nine times out of 10, uh, clients come to me, whether in one-on-one or a mastermind or group or whatever, and they'll say that their engagement is low or that they're not growing or that they're whatever's not working. And one of my first questions is, do you go engage daily on social media, like with other accounts um, and not like randomly through hashtags that like used to be a thing, but I really don't recommend that anymore. The like way that a lot of people teach is 20 to 30 accounts that you really like that have like real big followings and, and people that aren't exactly doing what you do. Cause it does, you don't want this to feel like you're like trying to poach people because we're not, we're not trying to like go to these accounts, message people be like, Hey, do you want to work with me? You're just engaging. So like, for example, 
I'll just say Sahara Rose because I know a lot of you guys know probably know who she is. Sahara Rose, she's one of my like people that I love engaging with her accounts. One, I love her content. Um, I really vibe with her energy. Like we're on the same wavelength in terms of like how we show up. Um, like she like twerks and she DJs and all that stuff. Like I fucking love that shit. And so she's one of my accounts that when I go to post my content before and after I post, I go engage on, you know, 20 to 30 accounts and they're bigger accounts. And so my goal is just to offer one, give her engagement to, uh, the second one would be to like show up and, um, like share my honest, like thoughts, feedback, whatever she's posting that I agree with it, uh, uh, adding more to it, just engaging with the community and what happens. And I, and I talked to this with my mastermind group what happens is when you're doing this, especially on the bigger accounts, again, you're not like commenting. So people will come work with you. People have to decide to do that, right? You're just trying to get your little avatar and your comment possibly seen by people. And so like by doing that, I can't tell you how many times my comments get pinned to the top of these posts. And these are like posts that are getting like hundreds and hundreds of comments or people will um, comment. And then when I like ask people, cause I send like a message to people, I'm like, Hey, what, what made you follow me? Cause I love knowing. And uh, like five times out of 10 people will be like, Oh, I saw your comment on so-and-so's page. So this, and this is funny cause this is actually going to be um, the bonus training in my TLC, which I'm going to talk about at the end of the call or end of end of the call, end of the podcast. I shared about it on my stories earlier. I relaunched my, my, uh, tough love collective. And I have like a little spring bonus going on right now, but this is going to be a bonus training and it's not just going to be teaching you how to engage, but we're going to talk about that, but we're also going to workshop it because what I talked about with a client recently is that she knows what to do, but she's struggling a little bit with like the process of it. And so I'm going to get everybody on the call. That's in my tough love collective. We're going to, and you can join the tough love collective. The beauty of it is, is you can join month to month. Um, so you could join just for one month and then bounce if you really wanted to, um, and just get that training. But, um, the, we're going to workshop it and set you up. So when you leave the call, you're going to know how to engage and what to do. So you don't have to take the guesswork out and your job every day is when you post, you just go do it, but we'll, we'll dive more into that then. So, um, I just think that this is a really great way to grow your following. Um, also a great way to connect and build more with, with your community. I would never stop doing it. And I, I do it on my own. Um, so number four, I would stop trying to fit into a box. This is something that wouldn't necessarily happen for me often because one of my other things is about being authentic. And I think I've, I, I think that has been why I've been successful on social media is because I, I'm, I'm my authentic self. If you've ever met me in person, I am the same person on social media as I am, um, in person. And I really, that's a really, authenticity is such an important thing for me. Uh, so when I talk about stop trying to fit into a box, I kind of more so mean it in the beginning, um, and when things wouldn't work. So, uh, like I said, it wouldn't happen to me often. It kind of come, it would come in waves. So like, let's say things weren't working or things would slow down in my, you know, my social media, I would think, okay, like, what can I do? What do, what do people like? Like, what do people really want to see? What are other people doing? And I would try to like fit into whatever box I thought would like make me go viral or help my account grow. And so it would be when I was in my weakest moments when things really weren't working. So I would definitely not do that. Um, so number five, I would keep posting. This is controversial. Keep posting quantity over quality. I know this is a point of contention in the social media world with like Instagram coaches and growth coaches and things like that. I don't think there's one that's wrong or right. I'm not going to tell you quantity over quality is what you have to do. Some coaches might out there tell you that. I think you do what you think is best. 
If you think quality over quantity works best for you, then fucking go for it. Hell yeah. I just from, again, being on social media for a while, feel that quantity. I, I use this example a lot, but if you take two people, alternate universes, six month timeline, you have one person that's posting quantity over quality and they're just getting posts out. Um, they're, they're, some of them really aren't that great, but they're learning a lot, a lot of trial and error. They're figuring it out, what works and what doesn't. And the, the, the number of times their post gets seen is just higher because if you post three, you don't have to post three times a day, but, but just for the sake of explaining this, if you post three times a day, the amount of views on that will probably gain more than somebody who's posting one. And not that it's all about the views, but in terms of growth just in straight data. That's just how it is. So if you take the other person that's posting quality over quantity, they might not be posting as often, but their, their posts are really, really good. They're going to have those quality posts. People know that that quality is coming from them. They can always expect that, which can build a lot of trust. But for me, they're not getting as much experience. They're not getting as much trial and error. And the chances of their content getting seen is just lower because they're, they're sharing more. But if you can't mentally and, and, and physically handle posting like every day or even twice a day, then don't do it. You're going to, if you're going to burn yourself out, it's not worth the quantity. Right. So I just want to say that, but for me, I do think that the quantity just gives you more experience and you learn so much more and you can always reuse content. There's, there's a bunch. So just think about like what your goals are. I always say this with my clients, like, do you want followers or do you want to make money or do you want both? For me, I want both. So I think it's quantity over quality because the more you post the higher chance it is that people are just going to see your stuff and you're, you're going to grow. If your goal is just to make money and get clients, it's, I don't think it's as important to post as often because you're just serving your audience and you can do that with quality posts. Uh, so number six, I would stop investing in small business and personal growth and just go for the big. Again, this is very much a personal thing. Some people do better in a self-paced course, in a mastermind, in a group setting, um, or not even group setting, but like bigger settings. Um, I have realized that I just do better one-on-one. -on -one. I need that personal touch. My overthinking OCD brain, which I've worked on, but needs that I need to be able to go, Hey, you're teaching this, but like, how does this work for me? Or like, in what way do I need to do this differently? Whatever. And so I need that, that personal touch. So I, I, I sell smaller, uh, growth things. Like I have a $7 procrastination workbook. I have $80 masterclasses, a hundred, 200, $300 masterclasses. I have small things. But when, for me, whenever I've invested in those smaller things, I always realized I still needed more of a customized and personal touch. And I think it's because, uh, especially at this point, I'm at a level where like those smaller things really don't serve me as much. And I just need to go balls to the wall. When my one mentor calls it like toe dipping, it's like $30 here and $100 here and, and, and $200 here. Like those things never really add up for me. But when I say I'm going to spend $3,000 a month on a mentor, which is what I'm currently doing, that's when I really notice the big growth. It's not just about the money, but it's about that personalized touch. So whether that's, and you, I think you can get that in one-on-one -on -one or like in a group setting, like my tough love collective, obviously one-on-one -on -one would do that, but like my tough love collective it's smaller and I keep it small. Uh, and so the, like, I will cap it out at a certain amount. I won't let a certain amount of people get in there. Um, and I like being able to like, when we do our Q and a calls, um, once a month, there's two trainings every month, but we do our Q and a calls every month. I like being able to like answer everybody's question, like individually. And it's not something that, uh, like I, I can't because there's too many people in the group. So you still get that personal touch. So, okay. Number seven, I would keep changing 
all of the time, which might be something else that people might tell you not to do again, personal choice. But people are so afraid to change their mind and what people think. I'm like, oh, oh my God, uh, they're going to think I'm a flake. And I had a whole podcast episode on this. You can scroll back. It's like why I, th- why I think changing your mind is a good thing. But I think that I have continuously evolved and changed to what works best for me, what feels really good. And if you put yourself into a corner and then you're so afraid to go, well, I can't change now because like, what if people don't follow me? Who cares? I used to post about uh, fitness and nutrition. Now I talk about life and business coaching. Yes, that can fit, still fit for some people, but there were probably people that only followed me when I post my workouts and my food. If they weren't going to continue to follow me, they were never going to work with me anyway. Why would I stop myself from building a business that I want just so I can still appease other? It's so insane, you know? So keep that in mind. Uh, number eight, I would stop wasting time trying to argue why I'm right. This is something I do not do anymore. I used to do so much. And listen, I was thinking about even having an episode on this, but people always love the idea of going viral. But let me tell you, going viral is not for the faint of heart. Over my 12 plus years of being on social media, I have had posts and content that have gotten an ungodly amount of like views and engagement from whatever, just like growing. And sorry, my computer died and I don't remember where I was, but we're just going to run, run with it. So what I was saying was I have had a lot of different posts go viral and I've talked about a lot of different controversial topics. I don't have a problem if I feel really passionate about something, even if it's political, um, I'm going to talk about it. Not all the time, but like breathing heavy, living in Colorado and going up and down the stairs is a lot. <laughs> um, but if I feel passionate about something, I'm going to talk about it. So believe me, I have had back and forth conversations with people a lot. And so I used to spend hours arguing with like randos in the comment section, like these keyboard warriors. And sometimes they were like, you know, decent uh, conversations. I won't even call them arguments, but like the people who are just trolls or just say the dumbest shit. Like I sometimes will post about how I don't want kids. And like, I'll always get people who are trying to like convince me. And like, occasionally I'll like chat uh, a bit with people. I'm not going to go back and forth. Um, just because I feel like there are people that read the comments. Cause I know I'm a big comment reader. I love reading the comment section of like Instagram posts and TikToks. And so if I feel called to share my opinion, because I'm afraid somebody else is going to read somebody else's weird comment and then like worry. And I feel like I'm in a secure spot where I can help to offer perspective. I will, but like, I just used to waste so much, so much time trying to prove myself. And I heard this once, I think it was from Amanda Francis, but she said, if it, if it wasn't a worry, if it wasn't a fear, it wouldn't bother you because you know, if somebody goes and comments on your page and says, you are a big, dumb yellow bird and you have pink hair. And that's not true about you at all. You're just going to laugh and be like, okay, you psychopath. <laughs> like you're not even going to bother arguing. But if someone says something like you don't, know what you're talking about and you have a fear of being an imposter, you're going to try to argue that because it's a deep, it's a deep fear. So what I noticed is that whenever I've argued, it's because it's been a fear that I've secretly worried about myself. Like, is this, are these people really thinking it? Like, are people worried about it? So whenever that happens, I just take a chance to like look inward and be like, how can I navigate this instead of wasting time? Like arguing with somebody in the comment section, I use the block feature a lot. So Last one, number nine, I would keep being authentically me. I'm not saying that I'm cooler than anyone. I feel like I'm going to, I was like writing this out and I was like, this sounds like I'm trying to be a pick me right now. <laughs> but I feel like pick me is kind of like, kind of like the word cringe. Like people just use it as like a buzzword and 
they're just like insecure with themselves. I'm saying this because this is what I truly believe. So you can think I think that you can think I'm a pick me if you want. But like I don't li- I I I I very much am myself on social media. I feel like not like I'm like oh my god no one's like me because there's lots of people that are like me. But like I don't. I like, I don't listen to Taylor Swift. I like love electronic music, like house music, heavy dubstep or not really dubstep anymore. Like just like heavy bass music. I, I just, I love like nasty shit and like it's working my ass. Like I'm not really singing like love story songs. Like it's just, it's not really me. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. So all the things I'm about to list, please don't think I'm saying that they're wrong. They're just not me. If they are you, then fucking yes, embrace that shit. But there's a point I'm trying to make. So like, I don't spend my money typically like Starbucks or or Target. Like you will catch me spending money on tickets to go see one of my favorite DJs or to a music festival or traveling or spending like a shit ton of money on like snowboard shit. I also don't really like the Kardashians. Not not really. I'm not a big fan of the Kardashians at all or like rom-coms or things like that. Like I'd rather be watching like like the hockey playoffs or horror movies and weird shit. I I watch a lot of weird shit, a lot of weird shit on YouTube and I'm loud and I'm weird. And I can even come off as stand. I can come off as standoffish at times, even though I really do love people. And all I want is for everyone to be happy, but like, hello, I have a closed aura because I'm a manifester. So like I can come off that way, but I promise I really do love people. So I, I, and I like, I don't really dress up that often. I don't wear make. I wear makeup like four times a month. And like, I just share this because those are the things that make me, me. And I get to be those things and not feel like, uh, you know, I've, I worried about that in the past. Like when I share my pre-workout dance every morning, I'm like, people don't, not everybody listens to this music. Like, but, but a lot of my followers follow me, you know, do, but like a lot of people that come to my page and like, they just happen to follow me from like a viral post and they see me posting like weird ass house music or space-based music. And I'm like, I could go, oh, I don't know if I want to post that. Cause what if they're like, what the hell is this music? What is this robot sounds? And, but that's me, that's me. And it's always going to be me, you know? And so I think that if that pushes people away, good. And so I think you have to be comfortable with being authentically yourself and being okay with pushing people out. I was bullied a lot growing up. So I really spent a lot of my life fitting in and fitting into the point where I convinced myself that I actually liked these things, but I didn't. And so I had this realization, you know, at some point, I don't even know when, probably like in my really, really early twenties that like, I was so not into all those things that I thought. And it was just like what I had done for a really long time to fit in. And so I really had to start to get to know myself a lot better. So those are my tips. Um, my goal in life is really to help people in general, passionate humans, but especially, um, ADHD entrepreneurs really take the stress out of building a business online and build it in like this out of the box, authentic, unique way to them and make it fun. And so all of these things that I just shared, I feel like really does that. And I want to share with you the the last thing, and then we'll get into the TLAT. This episode was a lot longer than I planned, but you know, that's, that's me. If you haven't heard, I'm having my spring bonus sale going down now for my tough love collective. So if you recently saw that I released this new morning routine course, which I think almost 400 people have started it, which is fucking insane. I mean, it's free. So you might as well sign up. That link is in the show notes as well. Um, but if you want to have an easier time with the learning process of new habits and leaning into failure. What did I say at the beginning of this podcast, trial and error? 
I'm doing a bonus training for the Tough Love Collective. So it's kind of a little bit of an incentive for you to join. And I have some other really dope incentives going on. So this bonus training is going down next Thursday. So uh, April 27th. So if you've been thinking about joining or you're unsure about, I'm going to share about what it is, but um, if you join now, you're going to be able to get this, this bonus training as well. And when, if you join, you can get it later on, but being on the call allows you to, to ask questions live. So in this bonus training, we are going to dive into why the learning curve of new habits feels so fucking hard and how to ease that like burn of it all. Uh, why failure can feel so scary in a way to make it a little bit easier and exactly how to make the process of adding new things like a morning routine, like uh, engaging on you know social media into your life and business and habits easy as fuck so you can grow and make money and reach your goals with a lot less stress and a lot more fun. So what's also going down, and I do this once a month in the TLC, is I have two-day open DMs. So two for two whole, or for 48 hours each month, Everybody in my TLC gets access to my, the, this like giant group chat. And you can ask me anything just as you would, if you were a one-on-one client, it doesn't matter the topic you can ask about anything. You can get content feedback for social media posts. You can say, Hey, can you review my social media? Can you tell me what you think about my bio? Can you help me about this thing going on in my life? Because I do life and business coaching, like whatever it is we can hash it out in those DMs. Um, And so that's happening next week as well. 26th and 27th is when the open DMs happen. So it's just like a really dope time to join the TLC. And the fucking price is insane, y'all. Like I recently changed the pricing structure because I removed some things, but added some things and it just felt better. Um, And so what I have going on, and I'm gonna explain what the TLC is for anybody who doesn't know what it is, but the spring bonus right now, besides the fact that you're getting this bonus training and you're getting the open DMs for this month, everyone that signs up by the 26th. So by the time you're listening to this, this is Monday. So you have two days, Wednesday, the end of Wednesday uh, to join. Everyone that joins gets $100 off their first month. And it's only $2.97 a month, which is probably less than what you're spending at like Target or even eating out. I know like eating out, if you eat out even like once a week can easily be $400. Like I know it can. So that means that your first three months and you can join for as long as you want. I used to have like, it used to be a year. I now leave it. You could just join monthly. So you can join for one month, two months, three months, six months, 12 months, doesn't matter. Um, So your first three months would be 197, one fucking 97. And you get access to like what I just shared. And there's going to be more like, it's insane to me. If you, if you're, if you want that intimate connection with us in that, in that group access to me and everything that comes with it. And like, you want to take the stress out of building a business and make it fun. Like that's what we're going to do. So everyone that signs up by the 26th gets a hundred dollars off their first month. The first five people to sign up, get a month of 30 minute one-on-one sessions with me again, fucking insane because that's an $800 value. And you're getting it for 197 plus everything else. And then the first 20 people that sign up get my first or get my uh, fucking fearless masterclass for free, which is a $300 value. So all of that, everything that I just shared is easily $3,000 and you're getting it for 197, 197. I know you're going to spend that at Target this, this month. So let's be honest, Target, Amazon, whatever, wherever you're shopping, I can guarantee that. And, and not that that can't be fun. I love that. But like, if you're not happy with where you are or you just want support and guidance, like this is this is where it's at. So for those of you who don't know, and I promise this will be the end of it, um, my TLC is an open membership for entrepreneurs who really want to make business fun again. You want to build that out-of-the-box, unique business that's different from everybody else. Uh, you want to show up it, it, without all that unnecessary stress. And you want that 
daily and consistent guidance, support, and accountability by being a part of this community. And this is perfect for those of you that kind of want to get in the door with working with me, but you're not ready for the one-on-one price. I mean, it's, it's insane. Now keep in mind, my one-on-one clients get access to the one-on-one or get, get access to the tough love collective for free. So if you're thinking about doing one-on-one, I mean, it's a, it's definitely a win-win. So what goes down in the TLC? I will include a link that, um, uh, takes you to my website. So you can look over a little bit more of the details, but with the TLC, all that stuff I me- I mentioned obviously comes with it, but consistently every month in the tough love collective, you get two group calls per month. So there's always one Q and a and one training slash workshop. Um, it depends on like what the theme of the month is, you know, we'll, we'll, it, it'll just be different each month. Um, next month for May. So those of you that are going to be joining and are going to join us for May is going to be all about money, making money, having a better relationship with money, um, loving money, like all the things. And like I mentioned, there's going to be a bonus training on engaging because I do think that this is such a, it's a ripple effect that happens to grow your social media and your business if you're engaging in the right way. So you're getting that training as well. So, okay, let's go back to it. TLC, two group calls per month. You get instant access to my TLC curriculum, which are 40 plus videos that have trainings on business, life, mindset, and habits. Um, You also get added to my close friends list on Instagram for exclusive content, daily tips. So just like you'd see my stories, I do like extra bonus content for the people in my TLC. You also get, like I already mentioned, monthly two-day Instagram DM, ask me anything. So usually between the second or the third and the fourth week of the month, that's when I open those DMs and you can ask me anything. I will be in there for 48 hours answering your questions, voice message, video message, whatever we need to do, we're going to do it. Um, and then there's also a private Instagram support group. I used to do a Facebook group, but I moved it to Instagram just is, is easier. And I also post like lives in there, um, bonus content. I just showed like this five minute deep dive into like shifting perspectives when things aren't working. So there's a lot of really awesome stuff in there. And then the last thing is the bonus of all TLC members get exclusive discount on all of my launches that no one else does. So if I launch a mastermind, if I launch a masterclass, you're going to get anywhere from 10, 20, 30, like my, my mastermind, my TLC people got 75% off my mastermind. The one, the most recent one I did, like that's fucking nuts. I was insane for doing that, but I just wanted to do it. So there, there's a lot of really good stuff on there. So to wrap this up, that if you join this month for the spring bonus, you will get, you'll become a member of the TLC community and get everything that comes with it. You're going to get the bonus training, um, with the learning process of, um, you know, going through the learning process of making new habits easier. Um, you're going to get access to the two day open DMS chat, um, possibly get four 30 minute sessions with me. If you are one of the first five people that sign up, um, and then you are going to get the fucking fearless masterclass. If you're one of the first 20 people sign up. So again, $3,000 value for $197. So, oh, and by the way, just since we're talking about all the things I offer my retreat in August has less than 50 days for you to join. So if you've been thinking about the retreat, you're going to want to either message me or sign up soon because that's going to close. And I don't want you to miss out. So this was so long. Um, I hope that you gained a lot out of it. Share it with someone that you think would need it. Leave a review on the podcast. You can only do the like five-star thingy on Spotify, but if you want to leave a, a written review and you include your Instagram name, I will shout you out guaranteed on my podcast. If you do an Apple podcast, so do that and you can get a little shout out, maybe a little, little view skis on your page. Um, so anyway, I'm going to stop talking. I love you so much. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. I hope I see you in the Tough Love Collective. I hope we see you at my retreat. I hope I see you everywhere in my DMs. I love you so much. Peace out. Sending you mad love. XOXO, your Tough Love Coach. Oh, my God.
Thank you so much for listening to the XOXO Your Tough Love Coach podcast. I appreciate you more than you know. If you loved hanging with me, I'd love for you to share the podcast to your social media or send it to a friend who might need a tough love pep talk. Also, if you need accountability and a community that gets you, I'd love to have you a part of my Tough Love Collective. This is a year open membership to vibe with me, get bi-weekly group calls to get support and ask questions, as well as free access to everything I offer throughout the year, including masterclasses and events. Visit my website at alexisrm.com or DM me on Instagram at the Tough Love Coach to learn more. See you next week.